The holiday season is off and rolling with the NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting mid-season form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four. BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is played, from MMA to international soccer. Head to the Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back to the cool down here on episode 152 of Ref the Districts. We've got our week 16 predictions. We'll give you our game score predictions and we will also give you some of our famous dollar dollar predictions, a little prop bets as far as what's going on. Of course, no real money is exchanged. Uh, and this, this is all in fun. So we want some of those bold predictions when it comes to that. And let's get going. I went, pulled up the wrong page. So now I got to go back and pull up another mm. page because I wanted to bring up our poll that we have going on here in our community page, because mm. as the season's gone on, we've seen less and less optimism stoner when it comes sure. to you know, this team, we had people thinking we were going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles both times by a clear margin. More than 60% of the people came in and said, we're going to beat Philadelphia. We are currently at a 39% vote for the Washington commanders, 1200 votes coming in on this one, 61% going to the jets in this one. A lot of that does come from people thinking that Washington should lose to get a better draft position. But what do you think is going to happen in this game? Yeah, I'll keep it pretty simple here with, uh, again, both of these offenses are not very good. Washington has been bad the last few weeks, uh, but the Jets defense is very good. Washington's Mm -hmm. defense is not very good. That's what I think it's going to come down to. The quarterback play is Sam Howell has struggled the last few weeks, but he uh, has shown throughout the course of this season that he can put up some pretty good numbers. Whereas we don't know who their quarterback is going to be, but if it's Trevor Simeon, I like Washington's chances against Trevor Simeon. I think this is a game where it's going to be low scoring. There's going to be turnovers on both sides. And I believe that in the end, Washington is going to eke out a 17 to 13 win. Wow. Picking Washington in a close one there. I'm sure the tankers will hate you. Uh, TJ, though, not going to hate you. He's picking Washington to win 17 to 13 as well. Metaphor going with the commanders, 29 to 17. One PAT made, one missed, new long snapper. Then two point conversions because we just, that's just what we do. Uh, locked on law defensive game here, three, two to the jets. I like it. Now is that safety locked on law? Is that kind of that final play of the game where the QB just runs all the way back just to waste the time? Or is that safety a legit safety? Because I could live with the legit safety. I would like to see that one. I'm going to put that in the dollar dollar. Allison jets, 19 to three, no faith in the commanders, despite them playing her Philadelphia Eagles fairly strong. 
Uh, Jasmine Commanders will win with a touchdown by a touchdown, 27 to 20. Doug, 27, 20 to 17. Commanders, despite the fact that our poll, community poll, showed that most people want the or think that the Jets are going to win here mm-hmm. in the live chat, which we're live every Wednesday. Lots of optimism there, including you, Stoner. Yeah. And including me. Oh, I'm pick the commanders awesome. to win this game as well. I'm not going to do a rope of dope. I'm not going to do what I normally do and talk about all the reasons why they shouldn't win and blah, 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 and then pick a win or talk about all the reasons why they should win and then say, no, they're going to lose. I'm just going to tell you straight up, Washington's going to win this game. It's not because the Jets are a bad team because Washington's a bad team. Okay. Sure. They're both bad teams. Jets defense is pretty dang on good. Tops in the league, okay? And that's not a mirage. Washington's defense last season was tops in the league, but that was proven this year to be a mirage. Washington's defense against the Rams was legit. Now, the Rams have struggled a little bit, but one of the Rams' strengths was that big play ability, which has been Washington's Achilles heel. Washington limited it really to just the one big play against the Rams, and the Jets do not offer anything on the offensive side of the ball that should scare this Washington defense that is finally coming into form and has, in years past, feasted on bad quarterback play. Wilson is absolutely a stud wide receiver, and we should be concerned about him. It'll be interesting to see who Washington lines up against him. I personally would put Kendall Fuller, but you might see Benjamin St. Juice, maybe Emmanuel Forbes gets his shot there as well. Outside of that, this offense is not very good from the Jets. The defense has been much maligned for Washington, but I think they're improving in year or week after week without Jack Del Rio at the helm as they simplify things, try to play a little less man. There's still some communication issues. I get that, but this Jets offense is not one to beat. Washington. Washington, though, on offense does have an uphill battle against the Jets. Stoner, you were telling me that they've got to run the ball because the Jets, while good against the pass, not good against running the ball. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Sam Howell's going to be out there. I'm going to dollar dollar him for two interceptions on this, but I do Mm. have picking up a touchdown both in the air and on the ground. Washington will win this one 14 to six. Wow. I mean, the, the, the Jets offense isn't any good, but you got Washington's defense holding them to six, six points. Is yeah, that two field good. goals or is that three they're, safeties they're or is that um, a <laughs> touchdown to where they missed the two point conversion? We'll, we'll go with two field goals here. Okay. So let me, let me tell you how bad I, let me see if I can pick up their, uh, their average points per game just to break it down as as easy 14 14 okay and so i mentioned they had this big breakout game against houston they had 30 points where they scored there in the last five games yeah he's played yeah they have scored six points 13 points eight points and third that 30 point and then zero points yeah so if you were to take out that texan game and you can go back even a little bit further where they had 6, 12, 6, 13, 8, 30, and then 0. Yeah. Which would give them a 15 on average there for those last two games. 
they're just not very good. And their defenses that they've been playing, some of them are good defenses and some of them are just poo-poo defenses. And so it's yep. just like that they are not a good offense. And I think this is going to be a down game for them. And so I'm going to give them only six points. Call me crazy if you want. <laughs> All right. So they've scored a grand total of 186 points on the year, which is the lowest in the league. So if you took away that 30 point game and the 156 points total in 12 games, that's uh, 13 points a game. So this is, yeah, you're right. This is not a good offense, but no. I mean, we've seen not good offenses just punish Danny DeVito's grandson through three touchdowns against Washington. I mean, so I shouldn't point. have this yeah. much love for but this hey, god awful defense I like that it. we have, but I think they put it together. I think All right. they put it together. I, I think they do too. I just, but I don't know that we're going to sit here and we're going to credit the defense. We're just going to say Trevor Simeon is just not for. Oh good. yeah, no, they're bad. Yeah. They're just bad. Yeah, right, right. Bad, bad, bad. Absolutely. So we All do right, have the I question: like your... is, is from Polo? Is Robinson playing? He was a did not participate today. Yeah. So I, uh, it's to me Not looking like more and more like Brian Robinson might be done for the year unofficially. Sure. Unofficially. He uh, is a building piece. So if you want to sit him, mm-hmm. I got no problem with that. Yeah. If you want to sit um, guys like Terry McLaurin, John Allen, Deron Payne, I got a problem with that. But if you got a guy who's not under contract, it doesn't have his big contract. And you want to sit him and kind of hold him a young guy, I'm okay with Brian Robson kind of being held out as a precautionary measure the rest of the year. It is we're at the point of the season where if you've got a an injury that you mm-hmm. might it's one of those situations where it's like, well, we would play him if we if we were playing tomorrow type situation, but we're not. So we're like, yeah, just kind of wait a little extra or, and, and it's that kind of part of the season. Or if you're in a, a battle for a playoff position, yeah, then then yeah, you're you're playing. He's playing, most likely. Absolutely. Uh, we've got uh, some more score predictions. I'll pull up before we get to our dollar dollar there. Gregory nineteen to seventeen Jets offensive explosion by both teams in that regard. Uh, Chris Ronan with seventeen six the Jets. Nice. Nelman from Facebook. Thank you for joining us. Seventeen to fourteen W. Washington like getting that burgundy and gold W there. Uh, Grim going with 20 to 12 Jets. Sly misses at least one point at- after attempt. Who knows? New long snapper could be better okay. for the team. Off to another world, 31 to 10. And when you don't list a team, I will automatically assume it's Washington. It's Washington. I would love nothing more. Oh, I would I'd be, I have Cowboy fans coming over. I got some Cowboys family, and I would yeah. be doing a little jig. Oh, they ain't long. You wouldn't even have to liquor me up. I'd be so happy as far as that's going to go. And then Jasmine Commanders plus three with a low scoring game, 17 to 13 game. Uh, All right, let's move on to some of these dollar dollars. I mentioned Sam Howell. Yep. Two interceptions. I'm going to amend. You got it? Okay, then I want to amend it. I was going to say two turnovers. Oh, Uh, no, you can't. Okay, I figured you weren't going to allow it. I didn't. I didn't expect you to, but I will go ahead and throw a dollar, dollar down there. Two interceptions by Sam Howell against right. this Jets passing defense. Um, to answer your question, Tommy T, no, I'm not past that yet. 
he's still a jag but you need jags so he's not somebody who needs to be replaced is what stoner is trying to say he's yeah yeah you don't have to go out and replace brian robinson right away please don't but is he uh christian mccaffrey no it's definitely not that guy. All right. There is there is no one who has run CMC. Okay. Yeah, I kind of the fact that he is not higher on the MVP talk is baffling. Yeah, right. And I get a lot of people are fascinated with Brock Purdy, and I get that MVP is a quarterback award, but let's face it, San mm. Francisco is better with Christian McCaffrey. Now I understand last year they 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 petered down the stretch because Brock Purdy got injured and they got we have this whole third QB rule now because of both Miami and San Francisco kind of having to get down to that point where they're playing wide receivers who are going out there their throw passes. So I get, you know, there's an aspect to Brock Purdy being important to the team, but let's face it, that offense runs through CMC. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um Washington will have a safety. They will force a safety. That's a dollar dollar for me. I will go that. against you, Stoner. Yeah. I will go against you. Why not, you. right? Well, it looks like it. Allison is with me on the multiple interception yeah. game. Uh, we did have a excellent stat there coming from who put it. I just had it up to my goodness. Uh, somebody who telling us that uh, yet yeah, Bod telling us Sam has only had two multi interception games this year. So he's not been particularly bad at throwing multiple interceptions. I will say this. If you went back and you looked those games where he threw multiple interceptions, they came in bunches. It yeah. wasn't just two. It was multiple four against the bills. Four. Namely. Yeah. Very he bad. Had two last days. week. He should have had that interception on that throw yeah. down the sideline to Terry that two defensive backs were Should have intercepted it. One of the two. Yeah. Polo reminding us Jets have a top five defense. Yep, yep absolutely. Well, I'm, go- I'm going that way. Locked on lob. Sam Howell's benched by halftime. Not going to happen. He's not going to get benched, period. Not, not going to happen. Um, I agree I with you. One, the only yeah. way we see Jacoby Brissett is injury stoner. Yep. The, and this is, this is kind of light, but uh, Gibson scores a touchdown. I like I'm that. Gonna, you know going. I like Gibby. I'm sorry. Yeah. Antonio Gibson, although I actually he is Gibby this week because he yeah, had that horrible no, but he had that horrible pass protection. Yeah, that was awful. I mean, he just got tr- absolutely demolished out there. All right, How, let me amend that then. Jonathan okay. Williams will have a score. Ooh, you know, you I'll go. I'll go against you on that one there. Yeah. And although Jonathan Williams wide open, Sam Howell missed him against the Rams. Still end up completing a pass, I think, to Terry McLaurin on yeah, that it was one. Yeah, wild throw. It was his yeah. one wild. Oh, throw, yeah, right? it was it was wild throw. Yeah, but I mean, if, if he just could see the field better, he mm-hmm. had Jonathan Williams wide open. That would have been a gimme touchdown. Uh, three safeties from Metaphor. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. I wonder how many say. What's the most you've ever had in a game of safety? In, in a game, someone's gonna have to look that up for us as we continue on here. It. Yeah, Tommy Washington will get two interceptions. Mm. Mm. They did have mm. two turnovers after going a month without forcing one. They forced two. That one's fumbles. a good one, Tommy. That one's a good one. I wonder who, you know what? That's something I haven't looked up. How is Washington, not just in turnovers, but in interceptions? I wonder where they rank because 
I mean, they don't have that many interceptions. I mean, Mr. Forbes has got one. I can't even think of any other interceptions that they've had this year. Yeah. Have you, can you think of any interceptions Washington has had this year? I know Forbes got one early on. They, they've um, had some. I, I can actually bring you up the list here. Washington yeah, is second to last. They've had six interceptions. Fuller six. had one, I remember, as well. But, yeah, six interceptions. The only team worse is the Tennessee Titans. Wow. Yeah, the Titans' defense, not good this year. Which, by the way, if I might add, Nathan, have any idea who the um, defensive passing game coordinator is for the woeful Titans defense? Chris Harris. Chris Harris. That is correct. Chris Harris, who everybody thinks that's why this defensive back (laughs) has regressed, is because he left. Yeah, his Tennessee Titans defense is woeful. Pass defense, especially. That's fair. By the way, the Jets with 12 interceptions on the year. Mm, uh, so doubling up the commanders, but in the middle of the pack. Actually, maybe not. They're they're kind of in that second tier, uh, like the 15 range. I won't count it up here, but they're kind of in that 15 range there. So um, all right, let's get back to the dollar dollars here as we yep. kind of try to parse what this game is going to look like. So with the dollar dollars, that's largely what this is. We've talked a little bit about the game. Now let's actually talk about what the game is going to look like. So as we see people going with uh, this, I want to make sure that they understand why we do the dollar dollar. It's more, it's, it's how we think the game's going to go. Tommy T Washington will get two interceptions. Did we give ourselves anything on that? I think I'm going to take the under. Yeah, I'll take the under on that. Right, I will. No I will. I like getting a little action with some of these more specific. I'm kind of taking Trev's role in this. I'm going to go specifically that. Hold on. I got a cat out of hand here. Say hi to everybody. All hi, right. rally cat. <laughs> um, I'm going to have St. Juiced specifically will have an interception. Mm, no. You like it? No. All right, Stoner, Saint. Uh, he will have opportunities, as we've seen time and time again. He is yeah. the defensive back that teams like to target. They yeah. they like to pick on him. All right, that's you right. got any? Uh, Saint Juice did get his first pick this year. Yeah, that's right. I remember that was Jamie Davis the, has a pick. It was against the really bad quarterback. That was his first we were, pick too. Do you remember? I think it was against Atlanta, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Desmond that's Ritter. Exactly right, against, I think. Uh, yeah. Yep, that's what it is. So, yeah. All right, you got uh, locks specific- on lock two pick sixes. It's oh, not wow. going to happen. Locked, not a big Sam Howell guy, so I imagine yeah, this was in regards to Sam Howell, who Washington leads the related. league in uh, pick sixes. But uh, I, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I do think he's going to throw two though. Uh, Rockman Fuller will have an interception. Mm. I got to go against it when you get specific. It gets a little bit dice here. How about this big return for Washington punt return or kick return goes 40 or more yards. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely take that. All right. All right. That down. Nathan punt or kick return 40 plus yards. All right. Definitely not. Um, I will go strip sack Washington. No, um, yeah, Washington will have a strip sack. I won't go specific name on this. Strip sack 
And let me clarify because a strip sack to me means that you recover the fumble as well. Not the particular person, but Washington has to recover the fumble. Sure. I think strip sack, when I think strip sack, I, that means it's a turnover, not just a sack where the guy fumbles and he recovers yeah. it. I think it has to be. So I'm going to say, All right, I'll go, I'll little. go, I'll go against you on that one right. just for the action. Uh, we got a uh, more specific on the pick six. Sauce Gardner gets a pick six. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of over the pick sixes. I, yeah, those not, are not going to take rare. it. Ooh, Tommy with a positive one here. Kalik Hudson getting double digit tackles for the second straight game. Mm. Jamin yeah, Davis out for the year. I think it's going to happen. So, I like I it. how about how about this? Kalik Hudson leads Washington in tackles. Yeah, I think that too. He's still over 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 Cody Martin. Yes. Okay. I was trying to get a little bit of that Hudson action in here. How about this? Hudson has at least one tackle for a loss. Hmm. Okay, I'll go against that. There we go. Now we got some Khalid Hudson action going on here on Ref the District. So let's uh uh let's see. We got one more from the crowd. Of course, if you can put something in there, <laughs> it's interesting. I'll throw it up here. Metaphor 58-yard field goal for Sly and our new long snapper who if you could put it in the chat who the long snapper's name is without mm. looking it up without looking it up don't cheat don't cheat i'd be fairly impressed there 58 yard field goal uh yeah that's not gonna happen not gonna happen in, in the, the meadowlands in the meadowlands uh, the game is supposed to have some weather as well 45 yeah. degrees and raining not gonna happen uh, but that would be quite the story. I will take just not killing Tress Way with a bad snap. Okay. Can <laughs> right. we just maybe we just set the bar, the bar low, yeah. set the bar low, and then we can work our way up from there. Okay. Just a little bit. Uh, Stoner, you got any more for us on this? Uh, nope. No more dollar dollars for me. I was just going to do our. Uh, survivor pick yep survivor pick coming up and some naughty and nice coming up as well tucker addington is from hawk tv given uh the name there so good nice. job we'll we'll trust you on the honor system all right let's do the survivor pick you and i had discussed this one and there's really it's getting slim pickings here as we are in week 15 as far as or week 16 rather as far yeah. as who is available for us, but there is one that we've got to take, right? There, there is just one. I'm bringing it up right now. There, there's a few choices that I think could have been okay, but not as easy as this one. The, we still have the Eagles available and the yeah. Eagles, despite having lost three consecutive games and their offense, not looking that great and their defense looking even worse giving up a 92-yard touchdown drive to the Seahawks, 85.7% chance to defeat the Giants. They're going to be ticked off. The Eagles are. They're having these team-only meetings. They're talking about commitment and all this other. They're going to be out there. They're going to be ready to play this Sunday against the Giants. I think it's an easy pick. There are five people left, Nathan, 
I'm picking the Eagles right now. There are five people left uh, out of, shoot, sorry. I Like 1,300 that started with this? No, not that many. Like 200 and something. 327. There we go. So it was a $10 entry. So it's almost a $300 prize pot. And there are five folks left. So it's going to be interesting to see who everybody picks this week. We've got the Eagles. We're lucky. We still have them left. Eagles over the Giants. Seems like a no-brainer. We're going to be taking off, right? I'm glad they lost to Seattle. That helps because because of how TikTok is going to be. Makes them a little bit angrier. All right, Naughty or Nice List, it's the Christmas season, the holiday season. We do wish everyone a very Merry Christmas here from Ref the District. So put in the chat here if you're listening to us live on Ref the District's YouTube channel or maybe if you're joining us on Facebook as well. Let us know who's on your Washington Commanders Naughty and Nice List. Stoner, only need one for each. Who's on your Naughty List? Gosh, I hate to do it, man, because but I've been getting them uh, all year. Eric Bieniemy's on my naughty list. He had a, a tremendous opportunity this year to really show who he is and what he can do as an offensive coordinator and play caller, and it just hasn't worked out very well. So uh, it's been frustrating to watch when he does do things that I think are pretty simple. It is successful, and it just hasn't done it consistently enough. So he's on my naughty list for sure. That's a fair one. I'm going to go one step above and agree with Rock and Gregory here. But Ron Rivera is on the naughty list, not just for a bad season, another loss, a lame duck season here in Washington, but also for his podium conversations Mm. that continue to drive us nuts. It's not just coach speak because we knew we know we can just brush aside coach speak, but it's the bad things that he puts out there. He was asked just this last week about the benching of Sam Howell and uh, whether or not if Washington was in a playoff position, if they'd make a move at QB and he talks all tries to talk around it, tries to do the coach speak stoner, but the Mm -hmm. bottom line you're reading through, you, you read through the lines, read between the lines. He absolutely would have benched Sam Howell if Washington was in the playoff hunt. And that, again, speaks volumes. And that is why Ron Rivera ends up on my naughty list. He's been a very, very bad boy, as Gus says. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to the nice list. Who's been on your nice list here for the Washington Commanders? Uh, I'm going to cheat a little bit. You know who's on the nice list are are Washington fans. We have a lot to actually look forward to. So I'm going to put us on the nice list. We've got a fantastic offseason coming up simply because we do have this new owner. We're going to have a whole new front office, scouts, coaches, GMs, assistant GMs, assistant coaches everywhere, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, everything. And you're going to have $100 million plus in cap space, maybe even more if they decide to uh, cut a couple of veterans, you have uh, three picks in the top 55 in the top 100. Uh, we're going to definitely probably not definitely probably hear something about a brand new uh, stadium this coming year. So we have a lot to look forward to. We may have a shiny new quarterback to get excited about. So there's a lot to look forward to as commanders fans. We've been beaten down long enough. This is going to be the year that, we finally kind of get over the hump of being that vagabond franchise. And so commanders fans 
are on the uh, nice list for me this year. That's an absolutely fair one. It looks like I'm just Rockman and Gregory today as, uh, as uh, they have Josh Harris on their nice list. And it, it doesn't get any better than removing the former guy sealing yeah. the deal and taking over this team coming in with the likes of uh, Ein, who's a local with magic Johnson, who's a legend. And yep. even though Great. he tweets like a, you like a grandma, he's, <laughs> he's absolutely someone you want to have around. And as you develop a winning organization, he gives us fans hope that things will be different. This might be the only year he ends up on the nice list. That's true. Honeymoon but, will soon be over. Yeah. Honeymoon will, might be over, but I'm going to put him on the nice list for this year just because a lot of that hope in the fandom is from, and we had it, right? We won the preseason. You win two games, and we were thinking, this is going to be our year because it's a new owner, new us, and things didn't quite pan out. But next year, it is not just the new owner, but that owner will have his football people in, and we'll start to see the bigger picture of what Josh Harris brings. All that coming up here on Ref the District. We got a lot of offseason plans, but we still got to get through this season. Washington Commanders heading up north to take on the New York Jets. We, again, will be with family on Christmas Eve. There may or may not be an instant reaction. We're playing that one by ear. It will see how the game pans out. There will be no day after reckoning on Christmas. We'll be back Tuesday, the 26th, for that. So make sure you tune in that. But you don't have to wait that long for Ref the District content because we'll be back tomorrow with a daily Commanders update, back on Friday with a daily Commanders update, and your game preview for from the Jets side of things will be on Saturday afternoon. So you're going to want to make sure you tune into that one because that's really interesting as we picked the commanders to win. We've talked how bad the Jets can be. Let's see what they have to say about Washington and how they feel about their chances against our Washington commanders. Again, a very Merry Christmas here from Ref the District as this is our final live before the Christmas season. We'll be back live next week on Wednesday, 7.30 Eastern. As always, we appreciate everybody tuning in. And until next time. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Commanders fans, Rep the District fans alike. Be a fan. <laughs>